All right, New River Valley, welcome back. This is Mark Tapp with Keith Weltons. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. You're in a zone on the uh, kind of music. Well, so the problem is when you find one, it just says exactly. you might also it like. It starts feeding stuff, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, I remember that song. Yeah. Or, yeah. or I say, maybe I remember that song. Let's listen to it and see if I do. Yeah, that's so. the uh, guy he plays the piano on, right? It's Steve Winwood. Steve Winwood, yeah. yeah. Valerie. Yeah. And sometimes the song's too long, so you don't actually, mm-hmm. you know, everybody remembers Valerie, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. I'm the uh, same boy I used to be. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but the, the lead-in, maybe they don't get it, so we'll see. I, I'm looking at a bunch of other stuff here. One, I think I already know which one I'm going to play for the outro, because you're probably the only person listening We'll get it. That'll know who sings it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I won't, we'll make that a surprise. I won't guess on air so that if I'm wrong, <laughs> everyone still knows I got it. That's, that's well, right. Uh, welcome back, everybody. We're in our last segment here. And uh, as I said to you, Mark, the floor is yours. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we we had a pretty good beer segment at yeah. the first part of the, of the show. And, uh, we went a little bit long, so I didn't have time to kind of go into some of the stuff that I had pulled up for the show. Mm-hmm. So I thought, what the heck? Let's just use this next and last segment what to, to, yeah, what the heck, to go over it. And um, so we, you and I talked about this about four weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. Okay. And we made the announcement that anchors oh, steam. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 125 years. Yeah, they were pulling all of their distribution channels in. They were Mm going to just focus on California as their place. And uh, earlier this week, they announced that they are closing for good. Yeah, they're going to just do the whole thing. Yeah. They realized that uh, they could not get expenses under control. Right. And so I did a little bit of just reading about Anchor Steam. Um, So... You, we, Did we they actually discussed due to um, global conditions or because of their California-based conditions. That, that they had, that. yeah, they at no point referenced a problem in California. Okay, which is a little bit, which kind of surprised us. We thought, mm-hmm. you know, when I initially sort of t- mentioned that they were d- going to make a change, initially our thoughts were, well, okay, they're just going to leave California. Right. Or they'll shut down everything in California and move it. It was the opposite. It. Yeah, it was, it was the opposite. It was cool. Yeah, and, and so somebody else, uh, uh, Dan with the chamber, Radford Chamber, sent me a link on that yesterday. Yeah. And I thought oh, it was the same, kind of the same pickup. And then I, with the way it read, I was like, oh, I think you're right. They, they are going the down. Thing down. 127 years in business. Um, they were purchased by Sapporo in 2016, and they've, they've I believe it was 2016, they've... Uh, had declining sales since then, and in 2021, they did. They tried to do a rebrand, and uh, they were criticized for pivoting too far away from the brand's classic look. So, so it's kind of one of those stories of uh, a global organization buying a local uh, brand and blowing it. They want what you have, which is authenticity. And once they touch it, it loses authenticity. Yeah. Now, do you know the story of their... So this isn't the first bankruptcy for them. Mm-mm. They were headed for bankruptcy in um, 1965. Okay. And a famous 
name, family name, came in to purchase them and rejuvenated. Do you want to take Schwab. a chance? I'm going to go with some California names. Is it a California name? I believe so. Okay. But it's not Schwab. How about, uh, is it in heavy finance? No. Mm. Is it in Hollywood? No. Is it in sports? No. Oh, my God. Uh, if I said... Uh, it's in business? It's got to be in business. It's in... Um, is it in entertainment at all? No. Okay, what is it? Well, <laughs> sometimes it's entertaining, but no. Uh, you remember the Maytag man? Yeah. Yeah, the Maytag family. Today, really? Fritz Maytag. That is he's, manufacturing. He's the... Did you say manufacturing? I don't remember you saying that. I uh, could have. <laughs> hit the rewind button. Let's see. Uh, Fritz Maytag is the great-grandson of the founder of the Maytag oh, brand. okay. And he actually is also so the the grand the great grandson that that pulled uh, um, anchor out in in pulled the anchor up yeah uh, is also the founder of Maytag uh, Dairy which I didn't I didn't know that I don't know that we have so, Maytag cheese available to us here in this area but uh, apparently he's got a big cheese brand and he also has a, a winery. And this article, um, there's a quote from Harry Schumacher, who's the Craft Business Daily's publisher, uh, uh, said, I know Fritz must be heartbroken. So Fritz is still alive. He's 85 years old. And he sold the brand. So he held the brand from sure, 1965 to, that 2015, to 2010, I believe. So I don't know if he sold it to Sapporo and then that was sold again. Or maybe I'm just getting my dates mixed up on when Sapporo purchased it, but um, it would be interesting. So they're they're labeling Anchor Steam as the oldest craft oldest brewery. craft brewery, which I think is kind of interesting because I have always thought that uh, that title should belong to Yangling. Yeah, well, that's America's oldest brewery, it and, is. It, and it is classified as. But I don't know if it's classified as craft anymore. It is actually still, yeah. Even with all the new ramp up and the sales numbers, yeah, huh. they still fall on, under the craft brewer uh, moniker. And you know, I guess you could make an argument: of, well, what is craft beer? Right. Um, I mean, is it that you have a porter, or that you have a stout, or a black and tan, mm-hmm. or a Hershey's chocolate lager? That all to seems me, crafty to me. To me. It's if it's the word craft means that uh, it is a uh, appreciated art that uh, people will travel to uh, visit or get. And clearly people weren't traveling enough to get (laughs) their beer. Yeah. Yeah. So. Whatever that craft was, was was gotten, gotten or taken from them. Beyond that, you then become that you're competing in value. So now you have to to, to pivot, and you become a value system, mm-hmm. right? So it's like either what are your values of your facility, or what are the value that I receive through the the purchase. So 
Is it the value that every dollar goes towards some sort of a cause or you champion things that I believe in or that I can get a whole bunch of them for a little bit of money? And yeah. But there's some sort of a value that is placed in order for someone to be able to hand over the money. And, um, you know, um, uh, the reality is, is Anchor Steam leaving I don't really think it's going to make that well. At least for anyone on this side of the the country, it's not making a hill of beans. So I wanted to sort of address that, not really in depth, but I'm curious. You've oftentimes made predictions, mm-hmm. one of which references the Bud Light brand. I don't know whether we talked about it on air or off air only, but you had made the prediction that maybe the statement that they need to sell the brand. Correct. They need to just peel the brand off, let somebody else restart it, because if they don't do that and they can't disassociate Anheuser-Busch from Bud Light, Bud Light will never recover, which, by the way, Bud Light is is not even in the top 10 I know. Uh, beers Correct. right now. They were so they were far one. They were so there. far ahead. I mean, you took the like next three, and they were, if you calculated those up together, they sold more than those next three and to your point they're not even the top 10 anymore yeah. the, and so i so i wonder going mm-hmm. back to to your comment you know nobody in this part of the country cares one of two things it would be interesting one of two things happen and i wonder what your whether you would bet on this either maytag comes back in and and rescues the brand right. or yangling buys the brand and gets its distribution channel for the rest of the country mm. And then they would officially be the oldest craft brewer in the that, country. That, you know, I, there could be some reason. There could be some literal debt on the books that Yingling is not, as a family-owned business, isn't eager to mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. take over. Yeah. But I will tell you that, you know, you're making some good points there, but the— the best thing for a lot of times is for people to let it go. Just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will just I, I I queued this up. I don't know if I'll hit it at the right point in this in the uh, video, but uh, you had seen what I was doing off air on YouTube here, and you, you thought, well, I don't know where that's going. Mm-hmm. So going back to the Bud Light brand, mm-hmm. immediately after they had done what they did with Mulvaney, uh, a a, it was basically a one-man show. He opened a brewery called Ultra Right Beer. And he's kind of got—you can see in his branding there's sort of a reference back to Bud Light or, mm-hmm. or Ultra. And he's got a new commercial out. And so I'm going to play what it's referencing here. Okay. Let me have a Diablo sandwich of Dr. Pepper and make it fast. I'm in a goddamn hurry. Diablo sandwich. You want something? You must be in a hell of a hurry, huh, Sheriff? Bet your ass on that boy. Oh, you double mess there. Let me mm-hmm. let me help you out here. Get that off of there. That's a way for an officer. Yeah. Who are you chasing? Somebody chasing you? Nobody. Nobody chasing me, boy. I would chase my goddamn maniac all the way from Texarkana, Texas. Really? Was he a bank robber? Big bottom. 
bank robbers yeah. and babies get alongside of what this dude is doing. Yeah. Almost killed funny law officer. Driving through people's backyard, knocking down mailboxes. Got a broad in the car, took across the street line, got the man out. <laughs> so the I'm gonna have to clean that segment. Uh, just FYI for everybody, I uh, played about two minutes of that and had to shrink it down to ten seconds because yeah. of all the dirty language. Uh, surprising that the old movies has that kind of language. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, the ultra right beer company has done a commercial where the founder is driving in a uh, Trans Am and. He is being chased by what was his name? Uh, oh, I can't remember the the sheriff's name. Uh, Buford T. B- Justice. Buford, yeah. He is. Uh, so they do a parody, and of course, it's stirring up a lot of controversy as a result. But uh, kind of funny, just interesting branding and uh, d- interesting concept. Yeah, that is funny. I, I I absolutely love that movie. I just it's timeless. <laughs> There's so many quotes from that movie that are uh, uh, life changers. Uh, amongst all uh, amongst all of them, so yeah, and oh, and Buford, the guy that plays Buford in the original movie is uh, is uh, probably underappreciated as an actor. Oh gosh, yeah, uh, and you notice that in the parody. Yeah, there's just no no comparison. No comparison. So, all right, everybody, just a little bit of fun for you. Uh, I hope you have a great weekend. And uh, I guess there's a ball game over in Pulaski this week. There is on uh, a little bit later today. You so, and I are going to be over there. Absolutely. L- absolutely. Look for us on the party deck. That's exactly right. Everybody have a great uh, rest of your week. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge.